Oil is synonymous with the Gulf region, yet it's not often we see new technologies and startups in the energy sector. A new company called Cathu is changing that up by providing fuel on demand via an app directly to customers' vehicles. Rashid Algarer is CEO of Cathu, part of Mina Energy, and board member of Algarer Investments. He joins us to talk about how Cathu came about and what it's trying to achieve. Welcome to Dubai Works, a business podcast about the innovators, the products, the services, and trending topics. Loving Dubai's take on the business stories that matter. My name is Richard Fitzgerald. I'm the founder of Augustus Media, publishers of Love in Dubai, Love in Saudi, and Smashy TV. Each week, we'll be interviewing the dynamic business leaders of Dubai. Good morning, Rashid. Good morning. Thanks for joining Dubai Works podcast. Happy to be here. Uh, so you have many hats. Uh, what what roles? What's your current role, and uh, how do you juggle everything? So I'm uh, the founder and the CEO of uh, Mean Energy, um, which is an oil trading company. Uh, started by myself back in 2009 in Dubai. Um, we've expanded um, um, regionally and globally. Um, we have offices in Singapore, in uh, Spain, Madrid, Nigeria, uh, Kenya, and we're looking to open up uh, an office in London. Amazing. And so oil trading, is that the uh, part where you're exchanging barrels and uh, is it related to the oil price? Exactly. Is that what you do? Exactly. So um, we buy uh, bulk uh, oil. Um, we, uh, we trade that physical oil as mm-hmm. well as uh, we hedge uh, using uh, futures uh, uh, exchange paper. Um, and um, we uh, charter ships, uh, big large uh, oil carriers that, uh, that take a ship around and that take uh, oil from this region to other parts of the world. Amazing. And how has that expanded or grown in the last 10 years or so changed? We started from zero, from scratch. We have traded more than, I would say, 20 million tons, which is equivalent to almost 150 million barrels across the last wow. uh, 10 years. And uh, how did you get into that? Were you in the energy sector? Did you study in that space and did you work in that space originally? Well, uh, as a family, we have invested in a refinery um, in the region. And um, there where, uh, this was back in 2008. And this is where I got uh, more interested in getting into this uh, sector. Um, this region is uh, very well known for having large oil uh, reserves and um, very large uh, international oil companies who come here and uh, do uh, business. So I thought maybe it could be a good opportunity for uh, a local entrepreneur to come into this space and, and, and start from there. To, to, to trade. Interesting. Yeah, we don't often hear of the startup space about oil companies and energy companies. Um, what makes what made you make that step and create something new? And not many people talk about it um, because uh, I guess uh, it's uh, predominantly um, controlled by large companies, and not many people uh, sort of come to uh, to understand how this works. Um, because fortunately, I was in the in the oil refining sector and I got to see how interesting with this uh, this business was and uh, I got into it and got passionate about it and got into it. Okay, um, amazing. And what steps did you take uh, to set up the company? Is it a standalone company? Where is it based in Dubai? Yeah, so when we started, we started with a small office uh, in Kosais, uh, in Dubai. Uh, it was uh, myself, uh, the first person in that office. And then I had um, uh, employed uh, 
I would say uh, my CFO who came in first, uh, was, uh, second after me, Important. and it started from that. Yeah. And, uh, so. Okay, amazing. And uh, you also work. You also have the Abdullah Al Grayer Foundation for Education. What's the uh, thought process behind that? So uh, my father, um, he uh, decided back in 2016 to uh, 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 to, uh, to create an endowment uh, purely for the education uh, and educating uh, kids in this region um, who uh, who um, have got potential, bright potential future. Um, so he dedicated uh, almost one third of uh, the family business. Um, to be uh, to be dedicated to this uh, to this uh, to this cause basically. Okay, amazing. That's great to hear. Um, so, Mina Energy is one of the leading energy trading and shipping houses. Do you believe that being based in Dubai is providing an advantage for that? Yes. Um, we, I see myself in Dubai, uh, center of the world. Um, uh, we are six hours, seven hours from Singapore. We are seven hours from London. Uh, we have a fantastic airport, I would say. We have a fantastic airline here in Dubai, which has daily flights, uh, multi-daily flights in some cases, to many destinations. Um, so that's really uh, amazing. The other factor, I would say, is the time, uh, time zone factor. Um, we can catch up the east. You know, we are four hours away from the east and four hours again from, from the west. So we are like in the center of the world, really. Yeah, absolutely. So since setting up Mina Energy in the last 10 years, there's been lots of changes in the energy sector. How do you think that has impacted the industry in Dubai? First, I saw, I mean, a big shift in the, in the energy sector, which was the oil, uh, the shale oil, which was, I mean, became feasible to produce. In the U.S. And that's mainly in the U.S. Uh, that has got a, human, a humongous uh, effect in the, the let's say, the, the regional impact here. Um, uh, yeah, they, and there's been changes like that over the history of energy yeah. that have kind of come and gone. Yeah. Is, is that something that you see will happen as well? Will that kind of trail off in the future? Well, I see it will become faster. I'd say uh, technology uh, impact on, on, on businesses are going to become faster and uh, more powerful, uh, more impactful. Um, I think we need to be aware of uh, all those technologies and which one are going to be more promising. Okay. And recently you set your sights on innovating through the introduction of CAFU. Uh, what exactly is CAFU and how did it come about? So, um, 2015 when we saw the big impact of shale oil and that uh, technology impact started from upstream oil and gas. Um, it started sort of, you know, giving me questions why people do not innovate in the downstream sector. I mean, we have always been seeing gas stations since we were born. And, uh, so upstream is basically the B2B and the production side and downstream is more the direct consumer and the distribution. That's correct. So the oil and gas uh, business works basically where exploration and production starts at uh, the fields. Uh, the, 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 the oil is found or the gas is found and then it's produced, it's drilled and brought uh, to, to, to the surface. And then it get, uh, gets refined in an oil refinery, and then it gets uh, distributed through gas stations. So, um, so basically, 2015, we saw the, the, the shale oil coming into, into picture, and that technology uh, has proven to become more effective, uh, um, accessing um, unreachable um, uh, oil in the past and becoming more feasible to produce uh, those oil. 
Um, but uh, downstream did not really see any uh, um, innovation, uh, I would say. Um, As in people still have the same behavior, they still take their cars to the service station, etc. That's correct. And you, you may be, you know, CAFU essentially is an on-demand service. Yeah. And I, I guess what, what, what people are excited about CAFU in the market, and we've seen a lot of social media coverage, is that it, it, it also ties into how people are busy with time. It's a utility. It makes life easier. That's correct. So people love those sort of innovations in Dubai. Yeah. Is that what you thought would work here? So I remember uh, I attended the 50th year anniversary of Mashrik Bank, which is a family, a family bank. Um, this was back in 2017. Um, uh, and during that uh, ceremony, we had uh, uh, people presenting about the future of, of, of banking. And um, uh, they were one of the I mean, industries which will be heavily impacted was banking and uh, media transportation by, by technology. Um, the oil and gas and energy sector was the least impacted uh, by, by technology. So this, this gave me, um, again, a push to sort of think about how can we sort of do things differently. Mm. Um, and then we started seeing uh, examples around the world, but they were not really encouraging examples. Um, obviously, we have got that 10-year experience in this business, so we know how this business works. We know uh, the safety factor of the oil and gas and handling the, the, the oil and gas itself. And um, we wanted to sort of get into the space of downstream, uh, thinking more of longer term, having that B2C, uh, let's say, uh, interaction. So the experience that you had is transporting the oil. So when we see the CAFU trucks, the safety around that is something that you were able to leverage on. And then you've added, you know, we, we see the CAFU app is very seamless, the technology part of it to connect to consumer. Yeah. Is that really kind of marrying two components together to provide a good service? That's correct. I myself, I love technology. I am a tech savvy person. I, uh, I, uh, I, I read a lot about technology. I see what's happening. And this is where my two worlds came, came, came together. Yeah, uh, the oil and gas passion and the, the the business I've been in for the last ten years and the technology altogether. And how has it been received by the people of Dubai? When did Cafu actually launch? So uh, I remember the first car was my car. Okay, and uh, this was back in uh, October, just downstairs there. Yeah, in the parking in in JLT. In JLT, um, and this was October of two thousand and eighteen. So it's been what uh, almost uh, I would say nine months, uh, okay. no, uh, less than nine months. Okay, yeah. so, so that's a very short period of time. Yeah. Uh, and that, are you happy with how it's gone so far? So far we have, I would say, 500,000 downloads. Wow. Um, we have filled more than 300,000 cars. That's amazing. Vehicles. Um, so yeah, it's been what, really... What's the range? Is it, is it just in Dubai? Are you expanding across the UAE? So at the moment we serve Dubai, Sharjah and Ajman. Yeah. Uh, we serve uh, B2Bs and uh, as well as B2Cs. Uh, we serve, um, I think, from boats to uh, motorbikes to, uh, to, to cars and trucks and buses. So the app is very self-explanatory. There's a simple three-step process. You yeah. download it, you, you book a time where you say that you'd like the service, and you choose a payment option, That's correct. whether it's monthly subscription or a one-off payment. That's correct. So it's very, it's very seamless and easy and intuitive. Have you, have you seen, is there, as it's a new service, have people had to change their behavior or is it easy for them to adapt to? Well, Richard, one, one good example could be um, the cash. Um, so lots of uh, apps in, in town, mm. uh, including the bigger ones, uh, are accepting cash. 
I don't see a future in cash. And I was resisting all this time to uh, not include cash as a payment method yeah. in, the, in the app. Because I believe the, 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 the power of the app is not being next to the vehicle, just keep the car unlocked, yeah. uh, order, and uh, the, the vehicle comes in and serves. So if we have the cash component there, it will add a burden on the customer to come outside and to pay the cash. So um, I resisted my team to sort of say, no, I will not go for the cash uh, payment, we'll stick to the, uh, to the credit card, and uh, it is what it is. Okay, amazing. Yeah, and do you, would you see more advances in uh, instant payment with different sorts of uh, technology in the future? Yeah, of course. I mean, um, um, we're looking at blockchain at the moment. Um, uh, again, blockchain is at that infancy level. Uh, there's a lot of, uh, I would say, challenges still to be overcome in the, in the blockchain. Are you looking at it holistically across the energy sector, or specifically regarding payments? I mean, well, we're, we're looking at it uh, as a holistic, uh, but then how, how do we sort of integrate that with uh, with a uh, CAFO, for example? Mm. Uh, um, but it has got its own challenges uh, at the moment with CAFO. There are um, weaknesses in blockchain that that needs to be addressed before uh, before it can be sort of uh, yeah. integrated. It seems like still at early stages. That's correct. Yeah. But it, but there's yeah. definitely a lot of investment. There's definitely yeah. a lot of movement yeah. in that space. That's great. Um, so, the, have you seen uh, interest from other markets or people uh, looking closely at what Cafu is doing? And if so, do you see, do you think that you can expand this? Well, from day, uh, day one, uh, Richard, we, uh, we, we had in mind to, to, to sort of start in Dubai. Dubai is our testing platform. Uh, we launch here, we test every new product in Dubai, and then we always need to go outside, uh, outside the UAE, outside the region, and uh, become a global company. Amazing. That's been our inspiration from day one. Yeah, fascinating. Um, can I ask about regulation? You, you know, distribution, um, in oil, uh, in petrol and gas uh, is very established, especially in, in here in the UAE. Uh, have you had to, uh, is, is CAFU a disruptor and have you had to uh, have fit in with different regulation to do that? Well, uh, first of all, I thank God that we are sitting in Dubai, uh, starting with a business like, like CAFU in Dubai. If, I, if it would have been any, any part outside, the, outside Dubai, could have been much more difficult to, 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 to start such a business, to convince people that this is the way to go forward in the future. Mm. This is the way how it will become uh, more efficient, uh, environmentally friendly, uh, saving um, real estate uh, in, in, in middle of uh, the cities yeah. um, and, uh, and giving convenience to, 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 to the customer, or the consumer. Um, so Dubai really was um, um, really helpful. So it's not necessarily oil. Uh, however, uh, we see electric vehicles and charging stations uh, coming on board. Uh, but one of the barriers to that is people's perception of, they say, anxiety over whether the battery will last. Yeah. Um, you can see a lot of synergies between the service that you're providing in terms of maybe car full or filling up the car with, with oil with charging. Is that an area that you would move into? Yeah, of course. Uh, I, I myself have an electric vehicle. I, uh, I see the challenges again in the electric vehicle. Um, um, I, I believe every electric vehicle owner have got um, uh, the panic of uh, what do they call it? The, the, the so there's the anxiety around uh, that battery level yeah. in, the, in, the, in the vehicle. Yeah. Um, so they don't want to, you don't want the car to stop working. Exactly. In the of the exactly. Road. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I see challenges there, but obviously we, we keep a track on that. Um, at the moment, it's, uh, 
I would say um, less than one percent of the of the vehicles in the UAE at the moment are, are electric vehicles. Um, globally, uh, in certain cities, whereby they enforce uh, from an environmental regulation point of view, uh, that cities need to be bec- or to become uh, more uh, let's say electric vehicle. Um, that's that's one reason where you see higher penetration in, in those cities. But I would say if we're looking at um, Africa and emerging countries. Uh, uh, you would see less adoption of electric vehicles. Okay, fascinating. Well, it's been a pleasure talking to you. We love seeing how CAFU has grown in the market and we uh, will follow it, this journey uh, as it grows in the next few months. Thank you very much, Richard. Thanks for your time, Thank Richard. You. Cool. Thank you.